0: Welcome to Retail Nightmares podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host Jessica Delisle. Hi. Oh, hello. Hi.
1: How is it going? This is my normal voice. Is it? Yeah, I like it
0: very much. I'm just a normal, average Joe.
1: You are. Yeah.
2: Regular
0: inseam. This is
1: <laughs> <laughs> no quite unusually long. How long longer than the out seam <laughs> what's an out seam i don't know i made it up oh boy but the inseam okay the <laughs> inseam is the inside of your leg right yeah from your puss to your foot why do they measure there and not the outside because i feel like that's where i've got extra <laughs> flesh like from your hip to your outside ankle like you know what i'm saying why are you looking so confused at me?
0: Because it's not a bad point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I never thought about that. The inseam Why is, is the like
0: inseam? the fat is not there. The fat is maybe because the it has something to do with the waist. I feel like we could ask Abby Shumka this question. Mm, yes, we, are or we could just never ask anyone and wonder. Yeah, let's just delete this podcast. Like, no ooh, one's going to hear it ever again. <laughs> oh No, <laughs> oh no. Anyway, well, we have a special guest. She's returning for a second time. Uh, the last time she was here, she told us about being a flight attendant, which was horrifying. Um, she's an actor, but she's a comedian. Uh, <laughs> Lauren McGibbon. Welcome back. Hi you guys. Well, yeah, hi, hi. Hi. Yeah. So you have quite a long inseam. Yes, I do.
2: I am Is a that 30... why you're wearing such small shorts? <laughs> yeah. Well, they, are that... those her that... pants, or oh, pants on pants on True. This is this is one of those uh wonderful opportunities that all actors look for where they get to complain but really brag about themselves oh. because my legs are so long everything looks short on oh, yeah, me you're very tall regular Pigs. pants or flood pants shorts become Daisy Dukes <laughs> Ooh, la, la.
1: regular underwear becomes a thong it's thongs <laughs> become sexualized
0: a, I, I can't control it <laughs> we're not great at accents ah uh, what are you talking about? Oh, I'm talking about this. Oi!
2: Are we good at
0: doing accents? I I'm so governor. sorry. I lumped, it, I lumped you in with us lumps. Oh. <laughs>
1: We're Lumping lumps.
0: it in. That's my sex tape.
1: <laughs> Lumping it in? Yeah. Lumping Wait, it Wait, is that going to be my idea that I had for flaccid porn? <laughs>
2: Wait, <laughs> continue. Catch me up to speed. You just Immediately. have to
1: feed it in. <laughs> With a funnel or something? I don't know. Didn't we? We talked about this. No. But I feel like that would be considered lumping it in. What about
0: like a tongue depressor? Oh. Like you use that. We're like, getting into like not. I'll well, just ask me when you need ideas. <laughs> For my erotica. Yeah. Erotica. Uh, rot-ica. rotica. Rot. Rotica. Rot um erotica
1: now i'm just thinking <laughs> of rottweilers rottweilers no that's not erotic but like i did a puzzle with a bunch of dogs i on saw it. that
2: it was really cute do you do puzzles i got really into puzzles uh two christmases ago and then um and still or did oh, just yeah. then oh wow okay oh, yeah. so like, you're going full, full blast yeah if if it's a great stress reliever oh yeah Because you can just tunnel vision in. But we do a thousand piece as a family every Christmas. Oh. Oh. Just on the table and over the week. And it takes over my life.
1: See, I do a thousand piece by myself in a day. What? Yeah, I'm a big weirdo. Look at my big stack of puzzles up there.
2: I'm very jealous because I will hunch over the table for 20 minutes. And then finally. Because all tables
0: are so small for you.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah, no Every table is a coffee table. I have to use binoculars to do my puzzles. I
1: love this voice. It's just Thanks. tall voice. It's my tall voice. Um, but you no, know, like I will do that to the point of like my back hurts. Like I'm. Oh. Yeah, I'm losing feeling in
0: my legs. Yeah. I wonder if it would be nice to have like a drawing table to do puzzles. Yeah, like a
1: standing table. Yeah, like
0: you need... I do raise this table up. Like my coffee table, I
1: put books on it and then I put a puzzle board on top of it that's bigger.
2: How about like a poker table? Oh, yeah. So you got... It's non-slip. It's felt, yeah.
0: But you're still hunching. Mm.
2: But are still be,
0: hunching, Lauren. <laughs> you'd be
1: with your boys, though, and you'd be smoking and drinking, yeah, sucking
0: dicks, Completing
2: gambling about the old ball and chain. Fuck! Yeah. I hate my wife. <laughs> I hate my wife. Ugh, oh, you guys, my wife. Right, my
1: wife. Okay, let's make a plan where we all kill each other's wives. Oh, wait all right. a minute.
2: <laughs> Isn't that that Alfred Hitchcock movie? <laughs> Alfred. <Fridge. laughs>
1: Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred. He's this guy, I know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but they were strangers. We all know each oh, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here what we're going to do. We're all going to get on a train. And we're, we're gonna meet three strangers, <laughs> and we're gonna make strange. <laughs> Ooh! And then we come back. We're sexually fulfilled. We're nicer <laughs> to our wives. Everything's better. I've had an experience.
1: <laughs> yeah, just like shake it, shake it out the rest Just f- uh, feed in the lump or whatever. Lump it in. <laughs> lump it in.
2: Lump it in.
1: Um, that movie doesn't that end with like a a carnival accident? I haven't seen it. What's the name of it? It's called Strangers, strangers on, a train. on a Train.
2: Oh. But isn't the twist that they're not strangers? I don't remember. All I remember is
1: like a merry-go-round kills some people. I
2: know, I only remember the <laughs> beginnings of Elfridge Hitchcock films. <laughs> mm-hmm. I never remember. They're I, do, quite I have no idea. Slow.
0: They probably weren't for their time though. No, like, I like they're, they're very suspenseful. Like, riveting.
1: I've watched most of them. And I like them, but they're
0: also like, you got to be in the right mood. For sure. And there's like really iconic I like the one parts. where the lady robs the bank. Is that the birds? No. <laughs> I don't think so. Where she takes the money and then goes away for the weekend.
1: So that's psycho?
0: Psycho. Yeah. yeah. Things
1: don't turn out great for her. No. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Things don't turn out great for any of those
0: blonde ladies. Mm, I mean, she survives in the birds. Spoiler alert. Like, she's okay. I feel like there's a movie that I watched recently of his that I really liked, and I can't remember what it was. I I feel compelled to Google it. Mm, was it Vertigo. Vertigo. I like Vertigo. Yeah, it might have been.
2: I like how weird Vertigo is. I do too. Um, I think Kim Novak does not get enough credit. She's cool. She's
1: awesome. She's also in a really good movie where she plays a witch. What? have you seen that movie no it's really good um she has amazing eyebrows in it um it's kind of a Christmas movie she has a black cat in it and it's uh, also got
2: Jack Lemmon oh god this is so familiar um it's the Crystal Cave cover book all over again oh yeah <laughs> for all you repeat lauren listeners, wow did you re-listen to your episode i didn't but oh, you just remember. i haven't forgotten that because i have that book and every time i look at it i think about retail nightmares bell book and candle that's what it is oh yes
1: it's a great movie about a modern day witch uh and it also has james stewart he's like the i'm a goofus Ah, oh, see <laughs> i don't
2: know uh, i'm just doing Jody. <laughs> Judy. put on the wig <laughs> mm. that's my impression of jimmy stewart in vertigo put on the wig just do what i tell you put on the pretty wig. sure it's see? vertigo yeah
1: yeah yeah well this has been our jimmy stewart fangirl Aww. podcast <laughs> I remember really liking the movie Harvey as a child. Did you watch that one? Which one's Harvey? The one where he has an invisible friend that's a six foot tall rabbit or like seven foot tall rabbit named Harvey. This is familiar. But only well. he can see him. But like he actually exists. Anyway, was really into it as a it's kid. Is this what Donnie Darko
0: yeah, it's played Omar. <laughs> it's, it's Donnie Darko,
1: but not heinous, I think. <laughs> But it's probably I haven't watched it in so long, it's probably like terrible. Is Donnie Darko
0: considered a good movie or a bad movie? Bad, I think. I really liked it. it it's got was a good soundtrack.
2: A masterpiece when I worked at Rogers Video. Yes. Um But I recently watched it. I was like, oh, I don't like I don't like this. At the time,
1: I remember I rented it from Limelight Video.
2: Ooh, and uh, Greg,
1: yeah, so cool. Uh, I remember I had to walk, I was at Jericho Beach with my friend, and she was like, Let's watch that bunny movie. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So we walked <laughs> from Jericho, or it was more like Spanish banks, we walked a very long way, That's very far to Alma and 10th, where Limelight was, or Alma and Broadway. And we didn't bring clothes with us. We were just wearing our bathing suits, so we had to stop at my friend Trevor's house to get a shirt because we were getting <laughs> such sunburns and sunstroke. We were just like so. You're just delirious. wearing bathing suits. Yeah, we were like 18, and you know, stupid. Wow. we were stupid. I think I had like a skirt on, but just like a bikini top.
0: Okay, nice.
1: Um, <laughs> Male gazed you. Yeah, still, still being, still being a bit, you know, discreet. Mm-hmm. It was covering up. Um, <laughs> But yeah, and then we rented it and we watched it in the middle of the day. And so there was like a bunch of glare and it was also on her PlayStation. So we couldn't adjust the contrast and it was really dark. And so we didn't really know what was going on. But I remember it was the first time I ever heard Tears for Fears. And I was like, what is this band? It's really good. Yeah.
0: So that's how you saw the movie. Yeah. But then
1: I like became obsessed with it. Oh, okay. So you've seen it many times. I've seen it many times, but someone, I don't know who, someone wrote an article about it. That is amazing where they just sort of break it down, like shot by shot to be like, what's going on here. Let's just actually deconstruct this movie. And by the end of it, you're like, this is the worst. (laughs) film Yeah. But I remember loving
2: it at the time and being like, this is so deep and so like cool. Yes, same
0: for sure. Yeah, but I yeah. was 10 years older than you.
2: But also. <laughs> that, and that cover of Mad World that mm. was on every mix CD I ever yeah, made.
1: Yeah, and, and I remember that had two separate music videos. That song got so popular.
2: What's a movie that you missed, but seemingly everybody else of your generation, it's like a favorite film of like
1: the Matrix. The time, yeah. She still hasn't seen the Matrix, and we have decided that we're going to watch it together and then do a Patreon exclusive <laughs> review. <laughs> your
0: face has really shifted; like you look appalled. <laughs>
2: because I'm not appalled. I'm embarrassed. Because I have tried to watch The Matrix three times, oh. and I always fall asleep before he takes the pills. Oh, so you don't even know what happens. I don't even know what happens. I've tried three times to watch this film. Well, that's not for
0: you. No. <sighs> it's okay. For a long time, it was Titanic, but I really took a lot of joy in telling people I hadn't seen Titanic. i the same way. And then I finally watched it maybe five years ago, and I was like, fuck, this did not age well. And it's quite yeah. funny. Yeah, Because there's room on the raft for him. No question. No. <laughs> I think he just was like,
1: I'm going to back out of this situation. His best friend is the most
2: Italian stereotype oh, I've yeah. ever seen in my life. Mamma mia, pizza pie. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mario. Uh, yeah. And you, what's one that you missed? I
1: honestly think I probably didn't miss any of them because I worked at a video store for eight years. So, I mean, I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of stuff when I was younger. Yeah, But I don't know, like, there's certain movies that I saw and I just didn't get why everyone loved them. Like, I really hated Napoleon Dynamite. Mm -hmm. I I saw it in the theater and I remember I saw it at Fifth Avenue Theater and it was like the summer after I graduated high school, I think. And I ran into a bunch of fellow classmates there and we were just leaving the theater again. I think I was with former guest Fiona Hernandez and um, in a bikini top. Yeah. No pants this time, though. It was a bad, <laughs> bad scene. Um, and we left and we were just like, oh, that movie sucked. And then we were running into our fellow classmates and we we're they were going to see like, a Michael Moore movie and were it was like Fahrenheit 9-11 or something like that and they were like what oh we're just here to see this what did you see and I was like Napoleon Dynamite (laughs) and no one knew what it was like it didn't get big until after that and then I think it like got a wider release or something like that or it got big on when it was on DVD and then everyone was quoting it and I was like you guys all liked this movie like I hated it what
0: about the b- second one? Oh, Gentleman Broncos? Yeah. It's one of my favorite movies. It's I so love funny. it. It's so funny. I
2: loved... People hated that movie. I loved that movie. That yeah, except for
0: perfect. the barf... Is it the barf scene? Um, I think there's a barf scene where I almost threw up Where he, like, rockets himself room. off the ground with That's his puke? Right. Uh... I had another question for you guys. Oh, you know which one I didn't like was super bad. I found it very, very, like, I think it was, like, you know, it's part of the theme of those guys making movies that are very misogynistic. Hmm. And people were just laughing and laughing in the theaters. And I was like, I want to die. Oh, no. I don't know. It's considered a really funny movie. But I just find, like, that their sense of humor is, like, doesn't really, like, the women, that's my Charlie Demers impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I, I don't think I can do one
2: in one of those movies. Oh, really? that's why it's not being released, I think. So I got cast and a few other Vancouver actresses. It's this movie that was uh, written and directed by Josh DeMel, former Mr. Fergie. Mm-hmm. And did they
0: get divorced? Yeah. Really, he couldn't no. handle her lovely lady lumps. <laughs> yeah, he he couldn't lump it in. He could
2: not lump it in. Um, <laughs> like it or lump it, and my it? I don't like. We we were all just in one scene. It's this bar scene, but it's this movie about a group of guys that get together once a year and like dare each other to do stuff.
0: Mm. Who cares? And
2: we're in this scene and in the script, we are described as a real group of threes. And then <gasps> <laughs> like, like I can't remember the context. At first but, I was like, you're in groups of three. <laughs>
1: yeah. I was thinking like they want to have a threesome with
2: you. <laughs> no, uh, that's how we were described in the script. But at the same time, I have to pay rent, so that's fine. (laughs)
0: Oh, you don't know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But this movie has never been released. Thank God. And I went through my email and I still had the full script (gasps) and I read it and I was like, oh, this is never going to get released because it would have gotten released in 2006 and people probably would have loved it. But as it stands now, the world has moved on from watching a group of white guys get to do what they want exactly (laughs) which is nice and part of history you guys well at least you got
0: (laughs) paid and then that doesn't have to come out yeah which is great in some ways like
2: yeah and then immediately after that i got to do a really great show uh that made me even more appreciative did you meet josh he was like he's rich handsome It's a different level. It's like he's genetically blessed.
0: He's just very symmetrical.
2: Incredibly. Like creepily so. Yeah. It would be like.
0: He's almost too good looking to be taken seriously. Exactly. Yeah. So I
2: didn't.
0: Uh, <laughs> 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 he tells you something. You're like, uh, yeah, right.
2: Like, OK, whatever Las Vegas.
0: Uh, um, I've seen him in a surprising amount of stuff because he was in a TV show, right? I feel Las, like Las Vegas, Vegas
2: was the show he was on. I feel like on. I
0: saw so many episodes of that show when I had limited access to television. <laughs> I had a deck of playing cards
2: from from las Las vegas what a weird was he a cop or no he
0: ran a he ran a casino yes
2: i've seen i've
0: probably seen that whole show (laughs) i feel like uh graham and i
2: have watched that whole show whatever you're a super fan (laughs) yeah no for sure i love i love that show i take back i loved las vegas uh which it was one of the cons it was the father con James That's Con? James Con. Jimmy. Um he's very nice. He's very passionate. He's very excited. I feel like they're just eventually just let actors direct. Yeah. And a lot of stuff. They're like, hey, I guess so. I have been researching this. It seems to me what happens is that you're on a TV show and then it's like the fifth season and you wanna take off. You don't want to do the show anymore. And a way that they keep you on the show is they say, oh, we'll let you direct. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because once you direct an episode of television, you can join the director's guild. And then you can that's, break That's it. your jumping off point. Uh, so I think that's used as collateral. So they're like, Jon Snow. He's like, I don't want to make the show anymore. And they're like, you can direct. He's like, all right. He's like, blimey. That guy, Kit Harrington, seems like a real good guy. He can direct my butt. Any day. <laughs> sit down. Stand up. Sit down. Stand up. Sit down. Fart. Up,
0: sit down, fart. fart. I can't Keep
1: fart farting. On Keep farting. Never stop More farting. No flossing. Aye aye, Cap'n.
0: Show me your inner child's sadness with a fart. <laughs> oh. oh. When you were a kid, could you, could you fart and make noise? Uh, I couldn't. Like did fart, didn't make any noise. Fart and make. No- what do you mean? Like, you like a fart that was noisy.
2: Uh... I could if I like. I don't remember. It was a clothing situation. Like certain types of clothing are good for sound. It's true.
0: Your butt needs to be in a certain. But cheeks have to like slap together. Yeah. (laughs) Like because you're wearing really tight pants, but they'd like to. So this is what's happened to our podcast <laughs> since
1: 2016. Here for it. <laughs> Here for it. Mostly just farts now. I'm talking about food and then farts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not <laughs> I'm mad either. Really not mad at all. Oh, oh man. So yeah. How about Lauren? You want to tell us a uh, retail nightmare? I mean, that story was like an acting nightmare. A bit. Oh, yeah. It has to be. Customer service related nightmare. No, I
1: know, but I'm just saying well, we have to
0: change the name of the podcast. But that, that one, it does definitely fits count into the realm. It's a nightmare, totally. But it's not a customer service.
2: <laughs> no. How about this as a happy medium? Sure. It's when I was the host of the Lumberjack Show on Gross Mountain.
1: What? I just went up there. Did I talk about this last? Time? No,
2: I did okay. not. When, when did, you this did this happen? Let's go back in time to. 2000, I want to say 12. What? Okay. So this is before uh, I think I was in the Sunday company at the Improv Center. So I was doing one show a week and at that time I really wanted to be on main stage. Like I, it's one of those things like I thought, it was just that was the goal. That's really what I was working towards. I just started taking acting classes and didn't have an agent, but someone so an alumnus of Vancouver Theatre Sports married a lumberjack.
1: That's a dream. And right?
2: <laughs> so these modern day lumberjacks, because they were replaced with machines, <laughs> yeah, uh, they do competitions now. Yeah, and so him and another guy started a lumberjack show, and it's at. So I have to Gross. go change my pants. So
0: I've soaked through them.
2: <laughs>
0: go on.
1: I'm just picturing, like, a sexy lumberjack calendar. while I'm thinking of.
2: That's basically what it was. Uh, so she messaged me, and she's like, the woman who usually hosts the show is going on maternity leave. So they need someone to host three shows a day. Whoa. It's $75 a show. Wow, um, that's pretty good. Um, that's not bad. Every day of the week. Like, th- they had, like... I think his daughter would relieve me on Sundays. Like they'd make her do it. So every day I would go and take the gondola up to Gross Mountain and walk over. And there's the, the stage was like an outdoor arena. So it's all sawdust and then coliseum seats, but just like a semicircle. Then there's these, there's a little mini pond with a log on it for uh, log rolling. And then there was a bullseye for the axe throwing competition. And then there was the area where you sawed competition. And then these two large poles that they would climb up.
0: That they would dance on.
2: (laughs) Uh, And then there was this teeny tiny sound booth where it was me, three lumberjacks and this little adorable wonderful goth kid who did our audio <laughs> amazing who always wore black and was stuck in a shed i think they bought from rona <laughs> that was filled with sound equipment wow
1: um and on top of a mountain on top of a mountain. i just feel like for people not from here like, yeah this is
2: up at the top of a mountain it's yes, very you can see up. all of vancouver yeah i took a gondola <laughs> trip every day to get to work Uh, And the reason is because it's a ski mountain and you can't ski without dying in the summertime. So they have a bunch of entertainment um, up there to keep the tourists happy. So as the host, uh, my job was, of course, to warm up the crowd. And this script had existed, I think, since 1896. No, I'm joking. Um, But you could not stray from the script like if i got a (laughs) sentence or said words the wrong way i would get notes afterwards it had to be word for word three times a day every day and yeah there were some questionable jokes that i hated (gasps) saying but i was prompted to say oh no for example i would bust out of the sound booth how's everybody doing? Welcome! Where are you all visiting us from? And if someone said they were from China, I had to say that's where my shirt's from! Which I found (laughs) that's like like it's just like huh, no, that's not great. land of sweatshops. Big <laughs> big, groan. <That's, laughs> big groans. That's big groans. Yeah. Like stuff like Did it get laughs? It yes. Of course. That's the problem. These jokes killed. So that I just hated. But uh the one thing I had to do was to deliver a lot of really long and boring monologues oh. because that gave them time to change their equipment. mm and to this day. And so I still remember all of them. Of course you
1: do. Oh my god.
2: And the funniest was my very close friend who used to live in this building. Oh really? Just Came back and got married this summer. And she told everyone, you know, Lauren's an actress. She's been on shows, you know, they could care less. When it came out at dinner that I had hosted the Lumberjack <laughs> show, they lost their mind. <laughs> like, I was, As we are. Like, they were like, I became Beyonce. They're <laughs> like, You did that? And um, so I think. So, I would have to tell a monologue about like, um, years ago when the lumberjacks walked through the woods, they would throw their axe to denote which tree was the next to be fell. Of course, this turned into a rowdy competition (laughs) down at the mill after a hard day's work. (laughs) Now, back then, part of the competitions was to see who could hit it closest after 10 beers. But for safety purposes, we'll make sure these boys do it sober. Oh, Oh, la 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 la. Wow. And so you're amazing. <laughs> yeah. Now, 90% of this was wonderful. I got a tan, I met some hawks at the Hawking show. Yes. So cool. Uh, I just went to that uh, last week. Fairs every day. Grizzlies. Yeah. I would hang out with them. They used to hump each other to establish dominance sometimes. Same, same. Awesome. yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One time during the show, a family of deer just like walked onto the <gasps> stage and we had some. but it wasn't during axe throwing. It was it. But uh but we just like chilled and watched them with the audience. A lot of this was great. A lot of this not so great. Now, these are rejects, very sexy. Everything you're imagining in your head, you are 100% correct. Yeah. Yes. Um, one of them was, like, early 30s and married and had a kid. So he was a normal human being. Uh, but the other two were very young and very aware of their sensuality big <laughs> time uh, so they there was a part of the show where they had to go it was called the Jack and Jill competition where they had to get a lady out of the audience and then they would saw a log together hi yo that saw a log and then they'd put them back and um, they would always pick the hottest girls and then they'd hit on them after the show Um, and get their number and then at the end of the third show they'd talk and the three of them would decide which was the best looking and then they would you know put their moves on them and from what i could gather their moves were making them meet them at the roxy <laughs> They're like in the
0: most beautiful place in the world, and they drag them to like the grossest bar in Vancouver.
2: Yeah. And so it was—it was really fun, and it was as an actor to find the art in repetition <laughs> for my craft. But I also had to hear a lot of, about a lot of gross sex because mm. oh. it's kind of all we talked about in the sound booth. Mm. Okay, so the the lumberjacks would tell you about the gross sex. Yes, because I realized that after three weeks, they just saw me as a genderless lump. (laughs) Lumping it. Lump it in. Lump Lump, it in. Not to lump in, just to (laughs) lump by. Uh, (laughs) um, So, and it was just intense just because I classically have not hung out with jocks. Sure. You know what I mean? And um, I think that if i had a beautiful body like that i'd want to find other beautiful bodies to have sex with or anybody or anybody you Yeah, know? like i get it uh but it was it was just a lot and like as the summer went on the stories got like more and more intense Whoa. um i'm so curious but a great memory uh was we did a show for a bunch of businessmen. They made us come in at night to do a special private show Whoa. for it was like Westworld. <gasps> so it was like the last episode where they were all in like formal wear and yeah. we're doing a lumberjack show for them, but we didn't shoot them afterwards. Spoiler <laughs> <Wild> alert. <laughs> But it was very cool. And then afterwards, there was a bunch of liquor leftovers. So Gross was like, you guys can have it if you want. So we drank all of this liquor. And then um, it was too late. And they closed the gondola, <gasps> And so we slept under the stars. Wow. And I woke up sandwiched between two lumberjacks under a Canadian flag. Wow. That's. Wow. And Wait, then we did- got in a bunch of trouble. for <laughs> Staying there overnight. And oh. you're not allowed to do that. Well, what were you supposed to do? Yeah, you can't oh, go get on down. The, get on the last ride. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I didn't realize it was happening, but the lumberjacks did. They're like, "Oh no, we full on were hiding from security to <laughs> make oh. sure they didn't make us leave."
0: Because you're
1: you're not even allowed to walk down the grouse grind. It's no. like too steep and to we walk down. I didn't
2: know that. Too yeah. drunk, you would um, have died. You would have died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. there's no lighting on the no. very grind dangerous either. up there. So I think it was just shocking, which was weird because I was. Like 28 at the time, but like I felt very naive, like hearing about the Lumberjack's intense, constant sexual experience. That's
1: exhausting. That's not, yeah. Like
2: it's
0: not appropriate.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. This is not. Did they take their shirts off when they told the stories? <laughs> <laughs> their shirts were just off at all times. Oh. Unless the show was happening. Oh.
0: That's so funny. I know. I wonder where they are now, if they're still lumberjacking or just jacking, (laughs) just
2: jacking. They get replaced, like maybe they get aged out. Well, no, because like one time one of the like they all had a competition. So then we had these like three old guys in their 50s. I know, it was the best week ever because they were polite. <laughs>
1: yeah. See, when you said yeah. lumberjacks, I was thinking like an older guy. Yeah, I don't I know why. I like bigger,
0: burlier, like burlier guys. They were
2: definitely burly, but I think just because they were doing three, sh- and they were doing crazy things. Like they're like, they have like a large of a belt and boots with spikes in them. Yeah, and, and they, they basically like, like, they like step twice and then like loop the belt up and like a monkey fly up to the top. Of this poll like it's like doing a bazillion pull-ups like that's the same amount of strength required so they were incredibly checked um and i think because they had to do three shows a day that's why they got the younger guys to do most of them because the older guys there is there's a lot of ben gay (laughs) yeah that's really crazy yeah this is not like a long-term career choice yeah
1: they used to do uh, lumberjack shows at the Festival du Bois that I used to go to as a child, um, which is the Festival of Wood, um, which is like a French Canadian thing uh-huh. that happens in Millardville, <laughs> which is just a uh, Coquitlam. But it was always very exciting, and then they would have like the chainsaw That's sculptures. Right. I'm about this, did they would do that it was part of the show <laughs> at
2: the end of the show? One of them. Chainsaws, a tiny chair. Yeah, it's
1: always a tiny chair. Always a tiny (laughs) chair. I had a tiny chair from because they're very easy
2: to sculpt. Yeah, and then they give it to an adorable child. Yeah,
1: you were that kid. I used to have one of those. I didn't do it on Grass Mountain though. I did it in Macon Park or whatever in
2: Coquitlam. But I had
1: one of those tiny chairs that I would use, and I kept until it just like rotted and
0: fell apart.
2: i do think like there's quite the rivalry between the different lumberjack
0: companies really i didn't even know this there's was like a thing gangs yeah with very chainsaws. west side story oh yeah <laughs> i was
2: <laughs> i was the maria
1: lots of dancing no i
2: was officer crumkey aren't we because i was the buzzkill <laughs>
0: stop talking about sex <laughs> you're the narc you yeah, It's like god like why would you want to hear that those guys are d- dumb dums
2: yeah yeah
0: it's creepy yeah
2: i guess it was just exciting for them it was like like if you think about it like this is going to be like their brush with fame yeah like, they perform to an adoring crowd three times a day yeah must what be did they a do they do when they're not
0: lumberjacking back in
2: we're back in. I guess, eh? I don't know because it, it summer is like the high season. So right, they have yeah. competitions. It says
0: that they do they do it from May until October.
2: Yeah. On the website. And they just do uh push ups. Is that competition or the show? That's the show. Yes. It was so cold by October, but only in the morning. Yeah, I would <laughs> would be in like a snowsuit getting to work and then in, and then oh this was another fun thing they kept insisting that my shorts get shorter Whoa. as the months go on they're like you know the girl last year wore like she just cut her shorts shorter every day i was like <gasps> and weirdly she's not back this year <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's in therapy
1: now working through that trauma
2: <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's a very long time ago i'm sure they like all of us have had to take stock of their not me. privilege and oh, made yeah. adjustments. To or their maybe <laughs> to their short shorts. <laughs> longer shorts. Same jokes, longer shorts. Board shorts. <laughs> Me Lang. Uh, but yeah, it was a very cool experience. Please go watch the show. Um, you know. You're uh, still on the payroll. <laughs> still still
0: You're getting seventy-five dollars right now.
2: <laughs> contractually obligated to promote it. But uh, just uh, be careful make sure they uh, yeah, be careful lumberjacks
0: I'm not going to be careful that's exactly what I want <laughs>
1: um, Jessica do you have a retail nightmare? I have a retail dream but it's like so little tiny that's in perfect. comparison Great. Um, on Sunday on, this past weekend I uh, was at the Unibrow Fest Zine Market that mm-hmm. was behind Antisocial Skateboard Shop. And I uh, had to moderate a panel of zine artists who use plants in their work. And my friend Kirsten asked me if I would do that. She sort of was curating the whole thing. And she was like, you know how to talk and you like plants. You will be good at this. And I was like, I've never even been to a panel. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to moderate a panel. And then so I got there and like she she phoned me and she was like, we don't have sound or a microphone. We don't know how we're going to do this. And I got there and I was like, okay, I, I'm a musician. I can get a microphone. I can get an amp. We can do this. And then we got there and the place that they had it set up for us to do was across the alley, like in a little loading zone, which is where the Sunday service sometimes does their yes. warmups Familiar. behind behind the Fox. So we didn't really, it was like the zine market was under underway and it was in full swing. There was like a ton of people there it was like very very successful um lots of great artists and lots of friends buying stuff and i was just like sort of on my own <laughs> trying to figure out how i'm gonna make this work um except for my friend evan he was helping me set up which was very nice because was he's like <laughs> so the, my one friend who was there who i knew well who i was just like I don't know how to do this. <laughs> um, So then we went to the Fox and I talked to one of the bartenders there. And I was like, can we steal power from you and have a cord going across the alley to a, like a weird loading zone? And she was like, let me call my boss. And then I spoke to the boss of the Fox on the phone and she was super friendly and super nice. And she was like, yeah, of course. She's like, you're our neighbor. And I was like, well, I'm... D- just for today, like I not act, not affiliated with antisocial in any way. <laughs> another workshop going on in the Fox before it was open. um I think there it was like a a bunch of people learning how to do sound, which was cool. awesome. It was like mostly like women and like non non-white dudes oh. learning to do sound, and I was like, "My dad is a
2: longtime white dude who does sound, sound. oh. <laughs> there's a lot of them
1: yeah (laughs) but it's so nice that it's uh, definitely becoming a more diverse crowd because oh man I've got a lot of nightmares about that but anyway the fox came through they saved the day the sound worked we got like some heavy duty extension cords and cars were driving over it but it worked it didn't crap out uh, and I moderated my first panel and who knows if there will be any more, but it was fun and terrifying all at the same time. And people were actually there and they listened and they stayed for the whole time. Next
2: year, Comic-Con. Yeah. Hall H. <laughs> yeah. You're going to do the Marvel panel. <laughs>
1: See, that's something that I've probably missed out on. I've never watched any of those superhero movies. Oh, that's one. of. The, I mean, I watched the Spider-Man ones and like the X-Men ones, but all of the like DC
2: I don't like the DC. Yeah. Too dark.
1: I'll watch the odd one here and there. Like I'll watch the the Thor. I watched the Thor because it had the the Jeff Goldblum on it. Yeah. But, who was great. Yeah. And also like Thor is ridiculous. And I love it. And I yeah. laugh so hard. But like.
2: But like the the series. The Captain
1: America one. Yeah. Like I don't give a fuck about that. No. Captain America go fuck himself. I said it. (laughs) You did say it. I
2: said it. I enjoy how handsome um, his best friend, the Winter Soldier, is. Oh, I don't even know who his best friend is. I'll watch that for... Is it Jeff Goldblum? No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't he just be in everything? Yeah.
2: I love that. Write him in. Phase 29 of Marvel, what? Jeff Goldwyn. That's
1: the other thing is I feel like they're rebooting these things faster than I can keep track and I just right? feel old when it's like oh, if you want to watch this movie, you have to watch these eight other movies first. No. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. Yeah, I don't
2: give and a it's care. Not true. No, it's not. It's pretty easy to follow. There's a bad guy. He likes jewelry. Yeah. We have to stop him.
1: That's the other thing is like, I feel like if I were to watch it, I'd just fall asleep because if there's any sort of fighting in something, I'm like, <laughs> well,
2: I'm I'm
1: gonna check out
2: here. I can't follow it like if I'm watching an action movie unless like I I'm like what? They were over there. <laughs> yeah. it, You're like what there's they, no
1: continuity. <laughs> happening? It's happening.
2: It, I'm just watching like. Guys I'm gonna do my retail nightmare.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait what? you don't
2: want to talk about Marvel
0: movies? I do. I do. <laughs> this is my retail nightmare. I was okay. gonna ask. That's fine. What is it? Uh, I was getting my hair cut on Sunday, and Jessica knows the story. My regular hairdresser is past guest Rempel, uh, but Rempel was all booked, so I was with a new hairdresser. And uh, just as I was getting out of the chair to pay, I tripped over the s- chair and oh. fell flat on flat, and oh. and really hurt myself. And then I just laid on the floor of the salon, and the first thing I said was, "Ow," <laughs> and then the next thing I said was. Shouldn't fall after 40. <laughs> and then I start crying. <laughs> Should we do... Demon? Demon, yeah. Okay. Lauren.
2: <laughs>
1: if you were a demon mm-hmm. from hell, yeah. Yeah. what kind of demon would you be? If you were a demon, what
0: kind of <laughs> demon would you be?
2: to uh-huh. So I was thinking about this a lot (laughs) over the weekend. I love that. (laughs) Uh, I went to my acting teacher. Uh, Very intense, dynamic, very wonderful. She was my mentor, and she's also kind of like... My mean stepmom in Cinderella. <laughs> but sometimes she's like a sister. And sometimes <laughs> we're like really, really good friends. But like there's a spiritual aspect to it because she approaches acting in a very creative, spiritual way. And I don't like her. What? So, uh, <laughs> I am scared of her. Uh, so I like her. It's a very complicated relationship. Uh, but I went up uh, to teach at her new theater in Penticton tempest theater society check it out <laughs> uh and we went to dinner on the last night and it was very like friendshipy but there's always that like you know intensity and we we're talking about how she's asking how my workshop went and i use i think it's really i was teaching them long form so i think it's important to teach them like the hero's journey like just like a very basic version of it like you want something so you go you find it you pay the price you return changed and talking about that and i was talking about how the wheel is cut in half and the top half is like our conscious self you know our ego what we present to the world and when we go on this adventure we enter the subconscious and the shadow self when we face our demons and then we were talking about like if you saw Yourself, uh, the metaphor is like a house and talking about like what's in the basement, like what demons are in the basement. And so my demon in my own personal hell, which is my shadow self. So it's this woman who is like, it's just covered in dirt. Whoa. And she's a dirt devil. She's a dirt <laughs> devil. She's just Hiding behind the vacuums in the basement, <laughs> um, but it's for me. It's it's just like the pure primal rage, instinctive part of me. So, and I like to think of her as like having like shock white hair with like lightning. Is in the hair at Whoa. all times. That like if I if if the demon gets really mad, it can just electrocute everybody like and, a like, Pokemon. Uh, yeah, what? but Pikachu. like the, you can see the lightning at all times. I like to think that like there's you know um, Charlize Theron's makeup in Mad Max. Oh yeah, but maybe it's like vile and <laughs> blood. Whoa, and it's just like it's so mad it basically i'd like to think of it as someone who goes around <laughs> and murders uh social climbers and liars Whoa. and um capitalists and I like this. like I have a lot of work to do she's like this this the collar of bullshit who is gonna who's like like i'm trying to think of her victims and like the things that make me mad like the things that make me mad are like um, the people that per- perpetuate this lie that is keeping capitalism yeah. alive. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I love that. I've been thinking about her a lot. This is and amazing. Like, and like, yeah, and like, if you want to get deep, uh, I think I am really afraid of her, but at the same time, like, she comes out when like we're in a really terrible relationship or when we're just pushed too far mm-hmm. and it's like she can't be in charge ever <laughs> it's like, like
0: get done everywhere yeah like <laughs> she
2: like she would make Re- retail employees cry and like she's not very intelligent um <laughs> but like she's yeah that's my demon
1: i love yeah, this yeah. demon
0: this is the most fleshed out demon we'll ever have thanks for sure i was just gonna say if i was a demon i'd piss mustard <laughs> Piss mustard? Yeah. Yeah, that's spicy just mustard no just hot dog mustard grainy no no just hot dog mustard <laughs> wow so like bright yellow i haven't thought about it the way Lawrence thought about it all i've thought
2: about was that (laughs) well i'm a professional actor yeah (laughs) you can see me in such films as mark and russell's wild ride puppy prep academy and of course the buddy games Oh. I can't
1: believe I missed those ones. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All on Disney XD. That's <laughs> so
1: good, Jessica. Um, well, I basically, the last time we did this and I said I was going to be a doe demon. Mm-hmm. I basically like realized that fantasy and I am a doe demon. You've had a
0: lot of dough.
1: Um, my friend who works at don't argue the pizza place, which is closing rest in peace, oh, yeah. no. rest in pizza Delish. by the time I
2: should have gone there more. It's until Saturday. We got until Saturday I'm going there right after this.
1: Good luck because they're running out of dough. He normally, Oof. he, my friend who works there, um, makes the dough and usually he'll make like 10 trays of dough. And he says it's been so popular since people found out that they're closing that he made 22 trays of dough. <gasps> but he had a little bit left over and he's always been saying that like I can come in and get some. So he gave me a big ball of dough that I was not expecting. I thought I just got a little tiny morsel, but he gave me a whole thing and uh, I ate all that dough and I was telling my coworkers and they were like, Oh, what are you going to do with it? You're going to make a pizza or a calzone. And I was like, hell no, I'm just going to eat it raw. And it was like crickets. (laughs) And I was like, quit that job immediately (laughs) because they do not get you Well, it's funny because they all looked. This is a place where it is quite often normal to hear people say like, oh, it's not worth the calories about things. Like it's a very, it's a very health conscious in that way type. Like the kind,
2: like, like in the 80s, they would be the type of women who would say, a moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips. I think I've even heard that. Yeah. <laughs> while they're doing Gene Fonda. Yeah. But I know there are quite a few
1: people in the office who do like dough. And so one of them overheard me and was like, what's that dough? And then <laughs> it was so funny because like all of a sudden it was just like, oh, I'm the biggest weirdo <laughs> here. <laughs> no. um, but then everyone started being like, Well, no, like, I love eating dough. Like, when I'm making pie, I'll I'll eat eat the crust before it's baked. And I'm like, yeah, it's delicious. So salty and, like, gooey. Uh, Yeah. Just, like, yeasty. I like the yeastiness. I love cookie dough. Cookie dough's great. Mm -hmm. Like there's, Mm -hmm. But it's, like, a thing now. People are finally embracing that we all just want to eat dough. I mean, not all of us, but to the weirdos like me.
2: Did your parents go to Costco? Yes. Did they, like, my parents... It was a big thing in the 90s where you would just buy a tub tub of cookie dough dough, yeah, and then bake them, quote unquote, English. English. I think it was English Bay. English
1: Bay, yeah. And my ballet school that I went to, we would do like a fundraiser where you'd get a ton of that. You'd sell those tubs and then we'd always just keep one in the fridge and I'd go at it with a spoon. And then my mom would go to make cookies and she'd be like, where is all the dough? My mom,
2: the exact same thing, (laughs) could not be trusted well. I was a latchkey kid, so I Whoa. was unsupervised till eight PM. So I was like Oh wow. Well it's dough o'clock, baby. This is the trade-off mom. You leave me alone <laughs> till late, I cookie dough. You
0: know. <laughs> and look, oh, we yeah. all turned out great. Yeah. Yeah, no health problems at all. No, no worms.
1: Um, <laughs> um anyway, I'm still the dough demon, always and forever. I love it. The time for Papa of the Week? Sure is. Okay,
2: Lauren, who's your Popo? Okay. Um, as I referred to earlier in my esteemed acting credits. <laughs> I was on a show by the good people that brought you Airbud. Yeah. Oh. Airbud Entertainment. And um I am on a television program called Pop Academy. I love it. Um it's basically Harry Potter, but they're puppies. <gasps> what? what well, can we watch this my new favorite show It it is on it was released three days ago mm-hmm. on like disney streaming services and it'll oh, be okay. on netflix very soon okay um there is a magical school mm-hmm. dumbledore is a husky uh th- they're not called dumbledore obviously but, but, it's but the- these characters are based on them uh the mcgonagall character is a corgi <laughs> um Good one. <laughs> yeah. And then there's like three puppies and myself and another amazing actor. There it is right there. I pulled it up. There's a the pic. We are animal control. So oh. we drove around in an old van that was really scary to drive. So I never did. Um, and we basically chase puppies so you're the bad guy we're the bad guys whoa except i'm i don't oh want to i don't want to give any spoilers but my character is secretly got a heart of gold well she's just very stupid <laughs> <laughs>
0: so that sounds i like a good chose character.
2: to play it that way uh no they <laughs> repeatedly told me they're like we'll lose a dum-dum uh <laughs> which was great and really really fun now i am more of a cat person Than a dog person, but I have to say there was puppies as far as the eye could see on this set, and they were great and very snuggly. I mean, you couldn't interact with them a lot because their trainers were there, and their trainers were all these like beautiful equine women from California that worked for a business called pets for film <laughs> and like their skin was so beautiful because makeup had never touched it. And they were oh, all right. like, oh, very like, like earth, California, beautiful, earthly beautiful. And they're like, the dog is working. Please don't touch it. <laughs> so I'm like, fine. Uh, but then one day so I'm a cat person. One day we get the scripts. There's been a rewrite and there's a scene. Where my character finds a box of kittens. (gasps) And I was like, I cried when I read the script. I was so happy because they were like, there's gonna be six kittens. I was like, get out of town in a box. And they're like, Lou comes up, plays with the kittens, puts them all in a box, and walks them to the van. I was like, yes. Yes, (laughs) and we're filming in Victoria on the island and I went there like every second week to film for about three months and every every day on the call sheet they had that scene Lou picks up a box of kittens and every day they're like uh we don't have time we're gonna get it tomorrow where were the kittens coming from this is what's so funny we had like Pretty nice hotel rooms. They rented this like mansion for the trainers and the animals. They're like, oh, the kittens are at the mansion. We're going to call them in if they <laughs> As have needed." To <laughs> like these kittens were Elizabeth Taylor. They're getting They're their beauty sleep. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this went on forever. And then on my last day of shooting, I was like, guess we have to shoot that scene. I'd been gone for a week. It's the last week of shooting. And I was like, well, I guess today's the day. They're like, oh... I was like, what? And the guy it was the third AD, he's so nice and he knew how badly I wanted this. He's like, we shot that scene on second unit when you were home. We just had someone put on a blonde wig and just shot them picking up the box. And I started crying. I was very upset, but I had a job to do. I had to act. You're a professional. I'm a professional. (laughs) So um, I'm very sad. Uh, But it's my last scene. And uh, before they wrap me, the trainer says, oh, we need you. And she took me to the van. And there were six kittens, Ah! and they let me sit in the van for an hour and play Ah! with the kittens. That's even better than having to work with them. (laughs) No pressure. We can all relax. You don't have
1: to get like the right take or anything. That's great. Nothing. So those are my pupos.
2: I can't
1: wait for Pup Academy. It has a nine point nine out of ten rating on IMDb right now. People are
2: loving it. They're really loving it. It was, it was the best. Because it was so fun. And the, the other thing with that little behind the scenes information <laughs> for all my fans out there, because we we're working with puppies and kids, they would let them do like 40 takes. They would have oh, to, yeah. right? Because they have to like get the dog to do that. So it was, if it's me and another adult... My friend uh, who plays Clark, Michael Tegan, uh, when it's like our turn for footage, they're like, hey, we're running out of time. Can you guys get this in one? We're like, yep. So we would do one take. They're like, thanks, guys. So we just hung out and I we were in like Duncan and all these small towns. And I went to all the antique stores and oh, I got wow. like people magazines from like the 80s, which was super fun. And I collect um, China that has divorced royal couples on them. Oh my god! Oh. So I have Charles and Diana teacup, <laughs> and I found a Fergie and Andrew, a Fergie s- and Josh Dumel, <laughs> Fergie and Josh Dumel pendant. Uh, <laughs> no, I found the Fergie and Andrew Escalante. I, I like a jewelry like little box. Oh that's wow. Ceramic. To add to my guys, get us a season two. Victoria is so yeah. great for like
0: finding great things in thrift stores. Because yeah, they also, don't
2: have any like hipsters picking away at the good. And house.
0: just no, like people
1: move to the island and they die there and the stuff stays there. It doesn't leave the island. Or exactly. they were there like
0: you, they've been there since the 40s or 50s. And yeah. then when they pass or, you know, they move into a retirement home, they give up their great furniture to yeah value village. Where
1: I got my wedding dress for $10. What? Yeah.
0: So great. Alicia, who's your popo? Uh, my papa is Hank Tobin. He's a good boy. We have a really good time today. He stole all of his treats from his treat package. So we're sitting on the grass, and I was looking at my phone, and I look over, and he he'd eaten all of the treats out of the treat bag. Then he carried the treat bag all around the park. As <laughs> if to
2: say, more, please. He needs <laughs> a
0: job. <laughs> yeah, but if I bring his ball, like the best thing to do is to let him carry a ball the whole walk. He'll yeah. carry it, and he's really well behaved.
1: Feels important.
0: Yeah. He's Such got a responsibility
1: if he's got a ball. Ooh. Yeah. Jessica, who's your puppo? Okay. My puppo of the week is a cat that I have been referring to as Bucket Man. He's been <laughs> puppo of the week before because he reminds me of Jay's old cat, Beckett, who I used to call Bucket Man. He's kind of a like a rounder tuxedo cat that's in the neighborhood and very friendly. And I've picked him up before and he sort of like fell asleep in my arms, which a cat has never done before. Oh. Um, but I hadn't seen him in a while. Uh, even though I was looking around in his normal haunts. Uh, and then I saw this poster that went up all over the <gasps> neighborhood. It's not, it's not a, it was an alarming poster because I'll read it to you. Hi, this cute little booger, not bugger, but booger, has been hanging around the area, and I have the sinking suspicion she belongs to someone, seeing as she seems well-fed and has a pristine coat. She's also very sweet and friendly, but seems to love being outside. If this is your little sweetheart, please call me or email me and I can arrange to get her back to you. Thanks, XOXO. Oh, they took the cat. So someone just straight up stole the cat because they don't understand the concept of outdoor cats. (laughs) Um, And so seeing that poster made me really angry and I wanted to phone them and be like, just let the cat go outside. It knows where it lives. Yeah. Like you have stolen a cat and I'm sure its owners miss it greatly. So I didn't see the cat for a while. I was biking home today down the alley. I saw the cat and I was like, Bucket Man, you escaped. <laughs> I was like you're free to live your life. Um, But Bucket Man now has a collar because I'm sure the owners yes. were like, uh, Stop stealing our cat, you weirdo, who calls it a <laughs> little booger. Um, so I found out that Bucket Man's real name is Rico. Oh, Rico. Aww. And so Rico, let me pick him up again. And like he just goes totally relaxed when you pick him up. And he's just like, he faces you when you're holding him. And he just stares right into your eyes. And it's like the most magical thing in the world. So Rico has a little pink collar
0: with hearts on it. And I love it. I think that all cats should have collars. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. for that exact reason. That's weird.
1: It's so alarming. Like it what, Why would you call
0: a cat a booger? Yeah,
1: yeah. It, the person just seems they're so
0: fastidious about their Yeah. Like appearance.
1: And just like this cat is a well-fed cat, a well-taken care of cat, like beautiful, shiny thick coat. Yeah. And being like, "Need to take this cat in. It it needs help." Like it's just it bothers me because there's a ton of cats in the neighborhood that are outdoor
0: cats. Mm-hmm. Night cat
1: included.
0: I like I can see why someone would be concerned. I'm not sure that's what I would do, though. No, but the cat. Like, I would put a collar on the cat and say, like, hey, like, put a name on this cat. Like, I did that, though, with Benjamin. I put a collar on him and he came back with no
2: collar. Yeah, because huh. they hate them and yeah. they'll find a way out of them. My dad had a similar situation, but he did a little... Investigative reporting because <laughs> they had an orange cat that would just come into the house and hang out and then leave. Lucky. and it didn't have a collar, so my dad called it Ginger Baker because mm. he's a big Eric Clapton fan. Um, Ginger Baker left the house, and my dad, like Harry the Spy, oh my followed it <laughs> to see where it would go, and was like hiding behind trees or and, like bushes, following the cat. Um, and then it found like the house and it, and it saw it go in and its owner. And I was like, why didn't you just introduce yourself to the owner so you didn't look like a total weirdo? Cat owner?
1: Like, I mean, most cats have like at least two or three homes, I, I
2: believe. That. Do they still? I worked at a vet's at the front desk It was still like, they were big into tattooing Yeah. ears and microchips now. and microchipping.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ha- Hank has two microchips and a tattoo. Cool.
2: I guess maybe non-pet owners don't know about these things. So. Yeah,
1: this person just didn't seem like they knew like the etiquette of cat. interacting with a neighborhood
0: cat at all. Yeah. Well, it all worked out, and the cat has the collar. The which cat is great. has a collar, and it's a, an adorable collar. Little little hearts all over it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they're like, we love our cat. Back off! <laughs> yeah, like
1: we got this fancy collar, this fancy tag. He's
0: obviously got a monocle, a top hat. (laughs) Lauren, if people want to see you perform,
2: ooh, you can see me on a weekly basis on Granville Island at Vancouver Theatre Sports. Um, Just look at my IMDb. Yeah, (laughs) and uh, if you see something you like, it's probably on Netflix or Amazon Prime. And check out Pop Academy when it comes out. Wait, believe it's on. It's on the Disney streaming service or something right now uh but it will be on netflix soon amazing definitely gonna watch it it's real fun you guys gonna get real high and watch
0: it (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) jessica what about you what do you have to plug
1: energy slime and mr merlot are playing tonight september 9th at red gate it's our tour homecoming show and I have to plug our Patreon. Oh, if nice! You want yeah, to be a I Patreon. No
2: more about this.
1: If you want to be a Patreon subscriber, you can donate. Uh, you can donate a dollar. You can donate five dollars. You get access to all of the music soundtracks from the segments, mm-hmm. all the stuff that Jay makes, including some things that aren't even segment music, like his porta potty songs. <laughs> um, <laughs> sick. They're quite good. Um, and you get a video that Alicia and I made. You get access to our pilot episode. Mm-hmm. And I think coming up soon, we're going to watch The Matrix together.
0: And yeah, yes. we're going to do movie night at my house. Yeah. I'm being going to be forced to watch The Matrix and be so confused. It's not going to be forced. No, it'll be oh, nice to have you guys over. I mean, Keanu's in it, he's
1: my friend. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> So you can do that, patreon.com slash retail nightmares if you want to buy a tote bag or uh upon the wind of the narrow of a narrow swan mm-hmm. or now me see me, you can do that at retail nightmares.bigcartel.com. Uh and if you wanna rate us on iTunes, you can do that. Yeah. Five stars only.
0: Yeah, five stars
1: only. That's the only real. option available. I wanna get the same real. rating as Pup Academy, please. Yeah. yeah. Or Is that what it's called? Pup Academy. Pup Academy. Yeah. How could I forget?
0: (laughs) Alicia, what's going on? Your book's almost out. (gasps) Yep. So guys, if you haven't pre-ordered my book, please pre-order my book. All pre-order sales goes to first week sales, which can affect my book getting into bookstores. It can affect me getting onto bestseller lists. So it's a really big deal. If you're planning on buying it, that would be great for me. If not, that's fine. Um, I'll be at the Vancouver Writers Festival. I'll be at the Alberta Lit Festival. I'm going to be there kind of as a pre-show thing. They're doing a podcast thing. And I'll be there the 4th and the 5th for a couple of events. And I think I have an interview with CBC while I'm there. Um, Come draw with me September 7th. uh, And all the other ones are listed as well online if you want to buy tickets in advance. Um, I'm working on doing something in Toronto in Montreal, but nothing's quite firm yet. And then, uh, yeah, so stay tuned. I'm excited for those things to firm up. Mm, firm. Mm. Uh, this has been Retail Nightmares Podcast. Lauren, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you. Um, Everyone have a great week and do something small and something nice. And that's all we can do for people. Just little things that make life better. Like stealing a cat. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't steal a cat. Pet a cat. Yeah. Save a cat.
1: Stare into a cat's eyes and whisper, I love you so much. (laughs) Save a horse.
2: Ride a cat.